I'm Mel. And I'm Tosh. And welcome to another episode of Mahogany Mammology, an online dialogue pertaining to the concerns and carefree parenting of Black motherhood. This week, we are going to honor our Mammologist of the Week, Azure Sanders Dillon. A mom of a young son, she is an advocate of for all things mental health and is working within the community and bringing mental health awareness as well as brick and mortar structures to the Southern Dallas area. So we want to congratulate you, Azure. Congrats, sis. And now on to the show. Well, um, this week, we, I, I'm going to say we. We, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, like to start off with an inspirational quote that is circling IG. It was actually, uh, was reposted by our girl, Azure, mm-hmm. um, who is, as as you heard earlier, all things living and mental uh, wellness. Um, the IG original um, person was souls underscore awakening, and it states, one of the greatest tragedies in life is to lose your own sense of self and accept the version of you that is expected by everyone else, end quote. Mm-hmm. Now, as someone that um, who has suffered or suffers um, from postpartum depression, there is a mask that everyone is fine. Everything should be fine. We create versions of, of and portray to the outside world when deeper down we are suffering. We act out of character. We are tired. We're hopeless, or we appear to be hopeless, or we say we're hopeless. Mm -hmm. Um, We're overwhelmed. We're moody. And with that, we can't quite put our finger on why we act this way. So today, we are exploring postpartum depression as an African-American mom. Yes. Ooh. And before we even jump into all of this, first of all, this as Tosh loves to say, we like love to scratch the surface, and in this case, we really will be, because um, this is a much bigger, can be much longer topic, and we can only really, I think, do a sliver of this. Mm-hmm. Um, legal disclaimer, <laughs> we are not psychologists, but rather your mom friends who understand what you are going through. Um, only a healthcare provider can diagnose a woman with postpartum depression. So yeah. I just want to put that up there. Sure, for sure. I to and actually, I just kind of wanted to tackle it as such. Yeah. You know, a lot of our topics that we talk about seem to be very umbrella. Like, you, mm-hmm. like I mentioned, superficial. We're scratching the surface. We're talking, generally speaking. But I wanted to explore the idea of maybe a mom listener out there who, like I meant, like is mentioned, doesn't quite know you know, what she's going through. I can't really identify or explain it. Again, we're no therapist. She's having uh, feelings. But she's having feelings, and she's having that such, like, you know, I'm trying to look at it in the perspective of a mom, an African-American mom mm-hmm. from that, and and see, you know, you just had a baby. Yeah. Or, yeah, whether that be adopted or however naturally or whatever you've got this new small life mm-hmm. <laughs> in your in your home now and here's what's going on yeah so that's kind of the the way I wanted to look at this you know? um and for those who don't really know or maybe they've heard the term but the the defined word is depression is defined well postpartum depression is defined as it's depression suffered by a mother following childbirth, typically arising from a combination of um, hormonal changes, psychological adjustment to motherhood, and fatigue. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. And so here's, here are some things, you know, mm-hmm. what we might read about uh, as postpartum depression we probably look at it like this is something that's that occurs in a very short time frame you know or have or have the misconception they make it it seem like like it's a common cold yes yeah it comes off as you read it it's like oh it's just a common cold yeah you know what i mean it'll (laughs) this too shall pass you know it'll be fine it's okay but when you're in the moment in the moment you know and some facts or not facts but some things to think about with postpartum depression it can occur with any pregnancy whether it be your first child or your fifth child Mm. Mm-hmm. You can still have it, you know, just because you have all these other kids prior to you. One would, you know, make the assumption that you would be able to identify the symptoms. Maybe, maybe not, you know? Yeah, because, 
Yeah, because you can have it with the second child, but maybe you didn't have it with the first one. Correct. Right. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. As we alluded to a little bit earlier, it can last a little bit longer than what you think. You know, Mm -hmm. it's not just a short, you know, month or two month stint. You know, postpartum depression can last, you know, some years, actually. I mean, they say two years, but I feel like it could go longer than than that, depending upon yeah other Dep- factors. Other fa- exactly, right? so. exactly, and that you know, I've I've even heard moms just say that they're just starting to feel like themselves, you know, <laughs> as their child is like two, three, and four. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, which which we definitely want to dive into. You mm-hmm. know, I was reading this like um, article in Medium. Um, of course, we'll post our links in our show notes. But um, it it states not only are Black women underserved, but they face an increased risk of mental health issues post-birth. They're referring to postpartum depression. Mm-hmm. While 20% of women display symptoms of prenatal mood or anxiety disorder, also known as PMAD, like anxiety, depression, obsessive compulsive disorder, the figures climb to 44% for black women compared to 31% for white women. Hmm. Hmm. So why is that? Why is our percentage higher? Hmm. As we've spoken about in previous episodes, the discrepancy of maternal health care. Mm-hmm. We've mm-hmm. that is that is more so now we do record in Texas, and I believe Texas is one of the highest states that has the larger discrepancy of prenatal care. Oh, wow. For real. Okay. Yeah. Or maternal mortality. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let me, let me mm-hmm. rephrase that. No, no. I mean, it's probably one in the same. I mean, yeah, it's but, probably but that, but that in there. To pre, you yeah. know, prenatal yeah. care, they, they interwoven with each other. Yeah. Um, amongst, you know, African-American women. Um, <laughs> and we spoke about the need for our services, you know, being listened to and and you know taken into account and and all of that you the know mixed ni- the misdiagnosis Mis- yeah yeah um, yep 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 another another area I was kind of thinking about was um, cultural beliefs mm-hmm. um, this is what we do mentality is still changing um, I kind of reflected upon like one of our episodes when we've had uh, about doulas. Um, I think I mentioned I kind of always thought it was like this rich, it was a rich person thing mm-hmm. um, in the U.S. I know in other cultures outside of the U.S. and other continents, um, you know, in our, you know, in Africa as a continent and countries within there, it's commonplace. Yeah. But when you come into the U.S., it isn't as commonplace um, to have a have a doula, uh, which is supposed to help lessen the postpartum yeah. depression, if you will. Maybe is the terminology. Um, I wonder if the terminology yeah. is different uh, oh. in, in the country. Whereas here we define mm-hmm. it. This is a doula. You know, okay. in, in certain Asian countries, they may use the word doula, but maybe, it's just a different word. Yeah, maybe something else. You may you yeah. know. Mm. I was yeah. just. Just a random thought. No, no, no. It's a very good question. And mm-hmm. if you mom all just know, please let us know. Yeah. Um, but I feel like here in the US, because now we're shifting back to where doulas are more commonplace. Mm-hmm. Now we're seeing the difference of oh, now there was a rise or is a rise of what's called postpartum depression. Um out there. Yeah, there's that a rise is, of, I I don't want to say alternative health care, but it's not, you know what I mean? It's like, not, yeah, it's I not know, alternative, it's not, but it's like a supplemental. We're getting, back, we're getting back to what, I guess, the roots. The natural, the naturalness. Yeah, the natural flow of womanhood. Everyone can have this. Of motherhood, it's, rather. Yeah, yeah. everyone can have. A, and to not me, everyone, but that also I mean. speaks to, in a more complex, bigger subject, like the failure of health care. yeah. You know, and mm-hmm. how it just needs to. It's not a right. Not, it's a it's or right versus privilege. Pri- yeah, I think it's yeah. what's always been the issue. Yeah. Of, it is a right. right. Actually, it is yeah. a right, not a privilege. Exactly. And so that just speaks to it. 
I, I don't even know. Girl. No, no, no. Yeah. You, like, no, you're right on it. Like, I think that's one of the reasons of the discrepancy is it's been treated as if this is a privilege mm-hmm. to get help, um, to feel a certain way. It's not your right. And maybe, frankly, as a doctor, you just don't get that kind of training. You get trained mm. to your specialty. That's it, like the cut and dry version of it. Mm-hmm. And... You know, everything has a nuance to it. There isn't, life isn't cut and dry. Motherhood isn't cut and dry. Delivering right. babies aren't cut and dry. <laughs> so they're, and they just don't have the time to get them in, get them out, to get them in and explore that with a patient. So you, you know, you bring more postpartum depression awareness mm-hmm. is, is being brought on more through maybe midwifery doulas like you mentioned Mm -hmm. Um, and just like and I feel like we see a rise of doulas because there's not a lot of red tape medical wise that allow women who want to help other women yeah yeah and they don't really want to go through the I I see red tape it's not like they don't want to learn and explore but there's so much red tape to become a doctor and so much finances to become a doctor I was gonna say it's a natural you know doulish doula hood I don't know doulaism is a is (laughs) a natural (laughs) is a natural intuition you Mm -hmm. know what I mean it's a spiritual connection it's a it's a it's it's just a a je ne sais quoi about (laughs) being in tune with the other mother the baby whisperer the baby whether through your own experience Mm -hmm. you know or somebody close to you or just what have you or just that that's just your your natural intuition intuition. Mm -hmm. and the training isn't as as extensive as that of a doctor so sometimes you you do you butt heads with doctors if you have a doula with you Um, I've heard I've heard and seen that happen quite Mm -hmm. a bit so you know they the the so because you don't train as long you know you don't really it's the, the they don't have to deal with the all perspective, the perspective um, or the perspective is is that you don't as a doctor you don't know as much as I do kind of deal so I can therefore see that, yeah yeah you know, whereas as the doctor they're not really being trained about the nuances either so you know let's let's make <laughs> they're it a not team. in tune yeah let's not make it a team let's make it a team, team effort, effort here yeah. you know in the birth process in the best interest of both the mother and the child yes and the whole the whole wellness care, correct? Um, yeah, and I think that's why, like, there we see more of the rise because people are wanting that to help combat the the whole birth the birth situation. Mm-hmm. Um, my other thought of it is, I feel like we see an increase, and it's not. An, I don't want it to be seen as a negative term or wording, but we. I feel like I've seen an increase of population of single motherhood. Really, I feel like I have. As that's just me. Um, and I'm not like I'm not using the word as single motherhood verse in terms of like a negative word. I mm-hmm. feel like there are just more single. There's more parent. There's more households led by a single parenthood, okay. and and with that, that means there's a lot more on that person. Hmm. There's more like responsibility, and so there's a lot more that needs to be. Like the responsibilities are not um, carried out or help is not enough there. Not that I'm saying if you're in a two-parent household mm-hmm. that you don't have postpartum depression. You do. I just feel like there's just, there's they. it appears to be more single moms seems like. There's more on you. Let I was gonna say, let's explore that. Okay, I mean, I'm not, and I'm not trying to like. No, no, no. I'm just like with feelings. I'm just anecdotal. Is this like like where, like why, like where do we see like there's more? I just feel like in my life right now. Oh, oh, what your surroundings? My surroundings. Your current surroundings. My current surroundings. Gotcha. 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 I see like an increase. I don't. I mean, I don't. I really don't know. I'm like. "Mm -hmm." Maybe there is, maybe there isn't. I, was like, oh. I don't know. I just so, feel yeah. like from based on when I was a kid, I was around more families that had a two parent household. Okay, okay, okay. And I'm in a totally different. Like I'm not yeah, in the yeah. same state. I'm not in the same city. Yeah. But as yeah, I've yeah. been growing up, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've noticed that I'm around. And maybe maybe it's just my surroundings, but I'm not. Yeah, I was gonna say that's that. what I'm thinking. Maybe it's just your surroundings. Okay, just yeah, me. yeah. But I'm like. Hmm. 
I don't know. I don't, that's a but good then I study see, to know. I was just like, but then I also see like you know, there's other there's Facebook groups that have tons of there's a, there's a you Facebook know, group for everything, for everything, for, for everything. everything. Yeah, you yeah. know, whole podcast. I mean, not yeah, that yeah. there's not groups for everything, and not that there's not a podcast for everything, but true that. I just <laughs> something I'm just like what like yeah yeah. I just uh, see oh, maybe more they're bringing more, um, normalcy, I guess, to I, that perhaps. of of single motherhood. Yeah, mm, yeah. Hmm. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Look at me. I don't know. <laughs> like I said, I don't mean it as a negative way. I yeah, don't yeah. need to think our single moms too. All right. Well, let's let's go back to uh, yeah. Azure's quote, or you know. Yeah, I really wanted to break that down because okay, that was go into hella it. profound, to be quite honest. And you know what? And I had to slow up, and I'll, and, and I'll go back and re say it for those that are like, okay, sure, she go said for it, it, but then um, we kind of sped over it. Yeah, and I, you almost. I know you guys are hearing my words, and we'll make sure to actually print them, if you will, because um, you have to take a step back. So, quote, one of the greatest tragedies in life is to lose your own sense of self and accept the version of you that is expected by everyone else. When you become a mother, doesn't matter, single, two family, whatever. It sure don't. One could make the argument that there is a, you're losing a sense of yourself because you're, especially if they're young, so ingrained in, in making sure that you're raising them right and you make sacrifices and compromises as a mom, mm-hmm. you know, you may, and we all always hear like we, pre-mom, we were this vibrant kind of person. We did this, we did that, we traveled. You know, we went out on Tuesday night because it was Tuesday, and now, I mean, for all we intents, stayed up to two a.m. Yeah, for all intents and yep. purposes, one, we're older, so you know, bedtime for me is eight thirty. <laughs> um, two. We have a a life that yeah. we have to take you know take care of. We can't. I no, mean, for real. I mean, by any means, yes. Technically, yes, you still can go out on Tuesday night, but who's? You but know. your rebound is just like you like uh, you evaluate it though a little bit different. Like, oh, do I really want to do that? Well, technically, am I really trying to do that? Well, not real value. I mean, technically, you can do whatever you want, but but you slow up when someone's like, hey, you want to go? Even on Saturday, hey, you want to go go out? You can't. Mm. My point being, you can't leave your child unattended. <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> Right? (laughs) No. The cut and dry version of it. So, um, yeah. I don't know, you know. But it's it's interesting because I don't know if you'd ever heard someone say, it's all going to change when you have a kid. I I got, someone did tell me that, but I was already in the throes of it. So I was like, (laughs) oh, okay. You're not telling me anything that I don't know already. Yeah, it has changed. So it's like, yeah, so. (laughs) <laughs> you know, and I'm sure some people have. You know, I've never had the pre. I've never had the pre mommy talk. You know how folks have birds and bees talk. I never uh-huh. had that pre mommy talk. It's what would like, have been the pre mommy talk? Well, just preparing you for motherhood. You know. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't know if I. Think yeah. I just. Ever. Just you know, having a sit down with an elder. You know, who's a mom or your own mom. You know, maybe. No, and no, just saying, already. hey, this is this is what to expect <laughs> you know no I got a book and that was about motherhood yeah there, I, I received a book okay I have to go figure out what the I know I should put in the show notes but now who, put, that, who gave you the book was it a friend or was it an elder I don't remember okay I don't know if it was a family member or not I remember like this. I don't know if I bought it. Like I remember having. <laughs> I'm just saying it was like six years ago. Yeah, yeah. But it was actually. You know what? It was a, a former boss. Okay. And and she was a mom, um, or is a mom, um, and it it had like okay, what you should know, I guess, like a guide. Okay. But 
You know what? It's different when you read pages mm-hmm. and when you live in pages. Of course. Of course. That's absolutely. what I mean by like, okay, yeah, yeah you can get me. But just me. to prep your mind. Just like how, you know. No, but I didn't have like a sit down chat I was going to say, her, just like, really. you know, we we have the expectation or some of us have the expectation of having a conversation about birds and bees with our children. Different life changes, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. I I think having a baby is a life change, you know, that. Who, you, but then sometimes I think some people will probably get the get the the the, the talk, but it's different when you live it. Well, same right? thing with birds and bees. I mean, yeah, it's different if you're telling me, for example, if I'm a woman and I'm a little girl and my body is changing, like I'm going to get more acne or your stomach is going to start to hurt because you know. Yeah, your 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 cycle is is beginning. Like it's one thing to hear it; it's another thing to like be like, "Oh my god, what is it's this happening. blood on the floor?" You know what I mean, kind of thing. Like very oh. true. So I feel like not the that two o'clock in the morning, every three hours of feeding somebody. Yeah, you can say that, but then you're like, "Oh yeah, well I've been out in the clubs. I can stay up all night. I can not if it. you're sleep deprived." But yeah, yeah, it's so there's that whole component of. Grasping with the fact that you're gonna lose your own self, mm-hmm. so then you morph, right? You've what I call like morphed. I don't know. I've watched way too many like Power Ranger types things. Mm-hmm. Um, you've morphed into something else, except the version of you that is expected by everyone else. Except that word itself means you're owning it. Yeah. Because it's just easier to go through life. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm laughing because it's like, okay, now I've just given up. Well, yeah. Well, you know what? And it's no, by everybody I'm not else. Say, let me take it back. No, I'm no, not going to say that. No, I'm not going to no, say but, that. No, but what you're saying is, is how people who are in this postpartum, in postpartum depression, that's what it breaks you down to do. Just, you know... Complacency. Yes. Complacency. Yes. Complacency and will get you through some things, though, for the for the time being. But then some people can't get... And I know, again, scratching the surface, but that's... Like, the quote of it is, it's your... Accept, it is a version that you... Ex, that is expected by everyone else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So everyone... Expect if, you to be this way. If you are a first-time mom, you are expected not to be tired, not to be... You are expected to be happy and joyful that you have this little bundle of joy, which, yes, yeah, I mean, to some certain extent, but you should not be showing any kind of negative emotion. That is the expectation or, ex- you know... You should be at, happy 24-7 yep, at all yep. costs. Perky and joyful and... Ready to breastfeed at three o'clock in the morning without anything. You know, what 1950s model is that? That's exactly what it is, that 1950s model in a 2019 world. But shocker, they was taking they were taking stuff then too to to calm the edge Mm -hmm. of mommyhood. Mm-hmm. They, it was they, postpartum depression then. I think it's just because it has a word now. Yeah, it was postpartum. It's a yep, label now. Yep, they were taking things. They were asking the doctor to give me something, some quaaludes or something, mm-hmm. back in the 50s to get over the edge. Mm-hmm. And, and wouldn't talk to no one about it. You know, I'm going to just put that out there in the universe. It was it was then too. So this is not a new phenomenon, you know, to... Be happy to be, yeah. So talk to us. All right. So what okay. would you? What would you? If you were a mom, mm-hmm. well, no, you are a mom. Hello. <laughs> and I'm like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I'm walking with you. You're like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm jumping on the path. <laughs> yeah. You are a mom, yes. right? Uh huh. Whether it be your first, second, third, whatever. What what kind of things are you experiencing? What kind of symptoms. I think it comes out of nowhere, mm-hmm. the feeling of hopelessness. Okay. I'm feeling sad. There's a sadness sometimes because you don't know what you're doing, if it's the right thing you're doing. Mm-hmm. And then you're sad because it's like, why didn't someone tell me or why didn't I listen? Or 
what is all this? <laughs> There's um, an anxiousness. Mm-hmm. Um, constant worry. Like, I'm worrying about just... I mean, well, you look at, you know, what's going on in the news and how it affects, you know, you're got to protect this little person that's growing up. Like, like you just said, you trying to make sure you're doing this mommy thing right. Exactly. There's, um, you know, when, as the quote talks about losing yourself, you're losing interest in activities that you used to enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um... Eating, your eating habits change. Sometimes you're eating too much. You might be binge eating. Um, if you're breastfeeding, you do have to eat a little bit more to for the calories. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I mean more like emotional eating. Emotional, yeah. A more emotional eating, like you're just eating because you're crying, or you're like, yeah, oh, yeah. how do I? The coping mechanisms, I guess, is what I'm mm-hmm. getting at. Um, withdrawal. Going inward a lot. Um, And then, unfortunately, as well, um, thinking about harming yourself or the baby. Mm -hmm. Um, And and it's not where you just say it, but it's more, it's it's the subconscious, like, subconscious of. um, A previous mammologist had had said, you know, wanting to drive off an embankment, right? Yep. Those types of. Yep. Things yep. and I just people are sitting there going, "Oh, I would never do that." Well, and I was like, I want to stop and pause okay. on that, on just on that okay. notion. You know what I mean? Because at first thought, you know, somebody asks you that question, whether it be you know a healthcare professional, that's one of the questions they ask. Do you think about harming yourself or your baby? And of course, you're just like, uh, uh, you know, you're scoffing at it, like, of course not. But you know, sometimes you know. Depression provides chemical changes, chemical mm-hmm. imbalances. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so you could be sitting there just looking at your baby and just like, you know, and you could Walk have away right now and have thoughts and have thoughts. Mm-hmm. You know, that doesn't necessarily mean you are a bad person. That doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, you are a psychopath, a psychopath of any way, you know. Depression provides chemical imbalances, which therefore, you know, provides physical changes, mm-hmm. emotional changes, things mm-hmm. like that. The brain is a complex thing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't want people to scoff at that question because it is a real question that as a mom, you really need to give a real answer to. So and previ- just by saying you have thought about it mm-hmm. does not mean you will be a bad parent. Does not mean your child needs to be taken away from exactly. you. Exactly. They're not calling CPS on you. <laughs> They're not. You know, so I, I wanted to stop and pause on mm-hmm. that because, as we've said in a previous episode, at Black Women, we are resilient. We are calculated. You know, we always <laughs> want to keep our kids. <laughs> so we are going to say things to keep the child at whatever keep the child cost. or let people continue to accept the version of you that is mm-hmm. expected. Mm-hmm. So when a medical professional asks you that question, you know, be honest with your answer. You know, you guys are speaking in confidentiality. Mm-hmm. Let them know. Yeah. Let them know and they will give you an immediate solution. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. That's all. I just wanted to stop and pause at no. that specific symptom. No, yeah, let, no. I think that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I think it's. I think that particular symptom is the one that gets so many people caught caught wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's shoved under like, well, because then then what happens is you you see the you see the news where mothers will actually carry that out. Yes, exactly. Exactly. They will carry it out. And then the generalization, the general public will say, well, why didn't she tell somebody how she was feeling? Then you get, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So here's that opportunity is what I'm saying. Yeah. 
like I said, to say it. When your it doctor, is okay, even you know your doctor, your support, your your support your birth, systems, mm-hmm. um, support systems ask you that question. Your postpartum doula, exactly. I'll put that out there. Uh-huh. Yeah, they are asking you in confidence. Mm-hmm. You know. And they are trying to help you. Trust me, the last thing that anybody wants to do is take your kids away from you, especially if you just had a child. Yeah. So, you know, I say take heed to that very seriously. Um, There's even, like, suffering from physical aches and pains, including frequent headaches, Mm -hmm. um, stomach problems, and muscle pain. Um, Our bodies tell us what that is you know our bodies are saying hey you're you're in balance you're there's something wrong mm-hmm. um experiencing anger or rage and it's kind of a i, I read that with like or it's like quote unquote unjust cause like i don't know what well, you're you just mad and you're taking it out on someone but maybe they didn't really do anything yeah to make you mad you're it's but you don't realize that <laughs> you don't. You're extra moody, <laughs> like snappy. We're not, talk, we're not talking about period mood. Like it's beyond. Like yeah, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. It's or because similar. To me, I'm like you know. I think that's compounded because mm-hmm. that could be you're 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 exhibiting the the short the short fuse, um, because you're sleep deprived. You know mm-hmm. you. You need a break. You need, and so as a result, or you need somebody to just take over for a little bit because you can't shower. You can't even go to the bathroom. You can't even get five minutes And sleep. you know you can't, sis, so stop pretending. You know? <laughs> I'm just, like, again, just like the whole thinking about harming oneself, it's the stop, don't, stop, stop pretending. Percent. Yeah. It's oh you. It's okay to need help. Guess what? We all we all need it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's, so it's, you know yeah. those things are compounded. Mm-hmm. Um. Oversleeping or being unable to sleep uh, when the baby is sleeping. Having trouble concentrating, remembering details, and making decisions. Yep. That's secondary if you're having depression. Depression, yep. Um, that's kind of, that's the, yeah. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. Oh, and I think we've kind of mentioned this a little bit about the persisting doubting your ability to care for the baby. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, for sure. Because you, again, I wish someone did have a conversation with me beforehand. But that goes to a level of, you know, you would love to have that wonderful discussion with your mother and, you know, how that went about. For some of us, we can't. We just, we physically can't do it. Mm-hmm. Some, we've spoken in previous episodes, have trouble relationships with their mom. It may open up some wounds, you know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, or that's why I mentioned an elder. Somebody, just that words of advice. I would. A, trust, that, a trusted. Yeah. A mother mentor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A mother mentor. We we want mentors in our business and professional life. If we are career women, we mm-hmm. want spiritual mentors. Um, you know, why can't we have marriage mentors or you know, mommy men- mentors? Oh, mother I, mentors. I think I completely agree. I I really agree. Do you? This might be a whole that what? a whole new episode of that, right, but, right. but <laughs> I might I'll give you a short answer. Okay, um, how does one qualify? I guess, or how would you how would you go about finding a mommy mentor? Man, and I don't. I shouldn't even start with an answer yet. That's so grammatically incorrect. Sorry. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, or, or let me put it this way. Did did you ha- end up having a mommy mentor? Let me put, let me, uh, that question, yes, we need to tackle in another episode. Yeah. But how did you, fa- or did you have a mommy mentor? I didn't. However, the mentorship started when I joined a mom group. <laughs> okay. And so. Okay. I was able to, you know, pick out 
Because we'd swap, you know, they'd swap stories and talk mm-hmm. about their experiences and stuff like that. So you so started during pregnancy? Yes. Okay. Yep, yep. And, uh-huh. I, and I ask that for those that are listening, like, okay, some of our listeners sometimes are already moms. Yeah. Um, And I ask that. So that way, hopefully, my hope is in asking this question, perhaps y'all can forward this lovely episode to a uh, mommy who's expecting. Yeah. And... Um, and I didn't even know what your answer was going to be. I just wanted them to mm-hmm. be able to do that. Yeah. So. And I also personally have friends who were moms. Okay. Prior to me having my own child. Yeah. So, and we were very close. So I was able to get that kind of mentorship that way. Yeah. So don't be afraid to just ask questions. Trust moms will offer advice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I agree. I and, agree. And, and I don't want them to think like a mommy mentor needs to be somebody significantly older and wiser or something like that. It just can be somebody mm. who who's they've been through and they can be the same age as you. They can be, you who know. Who just had one. Who just had one. Yeah. And someone who has multiple kids. They they know it. They know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree. I did this. I did. I did the similar situation. Um, mommy group. Um, and I felt, you know, even certain relatives, mm-hmm. um, even though they didn't receive a title per yeah. se, it was like, hey girl, what, what did you, how did, how does this go? You know, mm-hmm. be able to feel comfortable and just asking questions, um, and receiving of advice. Yeah. Um, and just understanding, I guess what, I felt like what a certain mom's specialty was or like what they were good at. So like. If a mom had a boy, because since I have a boy, I feel like, oh, let me ask them more questions because like, mm-hmm. it's boy-related or how do you feel about this? Um, that's kind of how I was, like, channeling myself yeah. um, to ask them questions. Um, and I've seen where other moms will ask another mom if they have, like, multiples. Okay, if they're already first through the first one, now they're like, oh, my gosh, now i got to have another one. They kind of will lean towards moms or... I'll use another one of moms who are carrying twins. Yeah. Well, good. let me find a mom who also has twins. How does this work? Well, so, for sure. Yeah. yeah. That just makes so sense. So definitely. Yeah. yeah. And like you said, you could be a mom of multiples, but you're, you're old. You're, you know, they have a large gap in age between the Ooh. two. So it's like you start, you start off. brand new. You a brand like, new mom. <laughs> trust, you know, you get them questions too. You know, case in point, you know, my sister, I'll I'll just put it out there. Yeah. Um, has kids, three kids, and the oldest two are in their 20s, and the youngest is eight years old. Ooh. Seven, eight years old. So when she got pregnant, it was like we were going through it together. <laughs> like <laughs> What is going on? You know, and you like, you, aren't you supposed to know? You're supposed to tell me. <laughs> you know, she's like, it's been so long. I said, okay, I, I hear you. I guess you know. Goodness. So it was, it was starting brand new too. But yeah, I, I learned through mom groups. I learned, yeah, the importance, the importance of the village, right? As we always talk about, <laughs> as we always freaking talk that, about. I mean, it's not. It really wasn't where we were going. In but terms, that, I but don't, it, it, in terms of a, I wasn't trying to have, have a solution. But I think, yeah. But it, it always mentor, comes yeah. back to that. <laughs> so. uh, subconsciously, subconsciously. But I also wanted to talk about yeah. differences between postpartum depression and postpartum psychosis. Oh. Postpartum psychosis is a is a very, very rare um disease. And they and they say for every thousand new moms, it it only affects about three hundred. That's not rare, right? That doesn't sound rare. Yeah, when you did those numbers though. I know. I I was like, that doesn't sound rare. You know. I guess because I'm like, more than five just seems like a lot to me at that point. But for every thousand, it's yeah. three hundred, and so it's it's just that it is psychosis, you know, behind immediately, you know, after giving birth, pregnancy, hearing and seeing things, and oh. you know, yeah, hearing voice, hearing things, you know. But again, it just goes back. It's your your brain is going through a lot of changes. Your bodies are going through a lot of hormonal changes. And this is kind of what happens. It's a secondary, yeah. Yeah, so I just wanted to explain the difference in that. No, that's good. I think that should be another topic. Mm, Yes, it is. 
<laughs> like, oh. yes, it should be. Of course. <laughs> as you see, we're, we're, we're um, contemplating. I mean, as we've said, this is such a bigger thing. I mean, there's other podcasts that um, really talk about therapy and whatnot as mm-hmm. a whole thing. Um, but I think this is really a way for, one, awareness. Oh, my goodness. I'm sorry. No. Let me take it back. I oh. take it back. You're taking it's back your free- stat? Yeah, I'm taking back my stat. I, I wanted to confirm that. I don't know why I read 300. Ooh, this is from the Postpartum Support International um, Organization. And so it occurs in approximately one to two out of every thousand deliveries. Now that's what makes it rare. Because oh. I'm like, 30, 300 is not rare. It's <laughs> like, that's <laughs> not rare. Approximately one to two percent of births, right? One to two percent of births. So the onset usually most so. often occurs the first two weeks postpartum. Okay. When you have strain. So for postpartum psychosis, you have delusions or strain or strange beliefs, hallucinations. And and some of these symptoms almost cross over to depression. Uh, they they have the same kind of mm-hmm. things, feeling very irritated, hyperactivity. Decrease, decreased need or inability to sleep, paranoia. That's that's the really, mm. you know, the paranoia or suspiciousness of everything, everybody. Rapid mood swings, difficulty communicating at times. So mm. that's, that's, yeah. So when you think psychosis, think of the paranoia behind, you know, pregnancy, right after pregnancy. And that's what makes it rare, 1% to 2%. Wow. 0.1 to 0.2%, excuse me. Yeah. Sorry, so I just wanted. No, sorry. I wanted to clarify that. I'd say check on your mom, friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, what do you do? You know, that's the next question. All right. I if I'm a mom and I'm listening, mm-hmm. and I'm like, um, they just describe me, girl. Yeah, I mean, and when you get released from the hospital, you know, your exit interview, they give you this. Oh, when they you do, do you, when you do your. Um, <laughs> Uh, Two-week or four-week. They do? Or six-week follow-up, you know. They do ask you, if you go, once you go to your doctor for your, what is it, two-week follow-up? Yeah. They, oh, it's been six years ago. (laughs) You know, but I do distinctly remember, you know. um, They'll, but here's the thing. Okay. It's not like it's in the... What I don't care for, and I'm speaking anecdotally, it's not like the first thing they give you. It's kind of in the packet of your discharge folder. Oh. And honestly, who's looking looking at that? I'm looking at that because I (laughs) look at everything. Josh looked at it. Yeah. You know, but, but your first time mom, you're overwhelmed. They give you a packet of information. Guess what? It goes home and it goes on the table. And maybe subsequently goes to the garbage. So you're not looking through the the you're not flipping through the, the nuances of that folder. So have have a would you suggest like a health professional sitting with the mom? Yeah, like you're and good. As, yeah, you know, a, a very well informed, aware, you know, OBGYN would be interviewing you for these questions with these questions as opposed to just checking off checkboxes. Mm, mm-hmm. You know? No, I agree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the doula, would a, should a doula then do the follow-up and still be asking these questions? Yeah. Or postpartum doula, po- I guess. Yes, yes. Right? Because who who's to say it may not manifest itself two weeks, but it might manifest itself eight weeks, you know? Mm-hmm. And your doula is doing a follow-up. They're always, you know, checking up on you. Mm-hmm. And so, again, between your health professional... Or your doula, you know, they should be asking you these kinds of questions. And don't get defensive. And no, nah, I don't think I don't think anybody would get defensive. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just kind of but don't scoff at them. That's really what, what mm-hmm. I'm trying to say. But that's uh, hospitals can check mark, you know, um postpartum depression and say, see, we did give it to her. We gave it to her in the discharge, you know, in the discharge packet. But they yeah. didn't really discharge. Yeah, who's right. really who's really who's caring? Reading, yeah, you know, and in the discharge packet, it's like, well, if you check off four more of these, you may need to consult with a, you know, well, then you get all like, oh, we yeah. it out. Yeah, 
as opposed to trying to draw that out with your um with your um yeah, six week um post post op post op. No. <laughs> six weeks, you know, that's, visitation. That's a very good that's a very good tip. Hmm. So yeah, hmm. your mom and you're like I don't know. But also the other thing mm-hmm. to think about actually is that there are women that are predisposed, kind of just like diabetes or, you know, cancer. You can be predisposed mm-hmm. to postpartum depression. Yep. There's a link to being predisposed to it. Now, if you if if you already have a diagnosed mental illness, yeah, you know, Sure. Mm -hmm. If you were someone in the past who had struggled, who just struggled with anxiety or depression, you know, things like that, that does make you predisposed. If you have family history, obviously, you know, that makes you, but there is a, there is something out there that makes you predisposed to uh, postpartum depression. So, you know, it is, it is a health condition like anything else. So you can ask, if you are a mom, you ask. You know, your side is a family's mental um, history, mental, medical history, excuse me, not mental, but medical history. And if they can't, because I feel like, again, they're not going to label it as such, you know, they're going to be like, well, it was just different, you know. Yeah, I guess you probably want to ask situational, like, tell me how they were as a parent, how how was this person? Because like you said, it's not going to be labeled, I mean, it's such a, Mm -hmm. I feel like it's a new label. And so, yeah, if you are a mom, I would ask on both sides of the family, mm-hmm. mom, you know, your own mom and your own dad, like, you know, how how were they behaving? You know, so that mm-hmm. may or may not, you know, predispose you to postpartum depression. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, moms, mm-hmm. you know, I, I really do. And if you know moms who... If you are that mom that checks up on other moms, new moms like that, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, kind of have a conversation with them if they're willing to have a conversation with you. If you guys are <laughs> that close, <laughs> I was gonna say, if y'all are that close to have that con- <laughs> that kind of conversation, you know, but even not, you know, even I'm just again like even not, but it's it's just a good question to have to ask. Hey ma, how you real? How you really doing? Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. like, let's stop this. Like, how you really doing? Don't accept the word "they're fine." Mm-hmm. I think is because people ask thing. that kind of question. Oh, I'm with good. The expe- with the expectation that you're just gonna get a superficial answer, I'm fine. You know, there's that meme out there. Yeah, with I'm the fine. mom, I'm yes. fine. But in her mind, she's like, I'm overwhelmed. I'm blah 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 blah. Yeah. You know, all of this stuff. Stop, it's like, stop accepting that. If you have a, a mom friend who is pregnant. And you asked them, and they said, "Oh, I'm fine." You may want to just ask them, even if they really are fine. Just ask them qualifying questions. Follow up on that. Like, and well, just, what do you mean you're fine? What do you well, mean? No, oh, don't can I, I help well, you. Well, don't follow up like that. What well, do you mean you're fine? But just be like, you know, offer up a little something to just help that day be a little bit easier. Oh, okay. I like that. I like how you did that. You know, because if I'm probing you, like I'm gonna shut down, maybe. I might shut down if you probe me. No, I don't want to hear just fine. Like, all right. All right, sis. Well, I'm going to wash these dishes right now. And I'm mm-hmm. going to vacuum. And I love you, don't love you, but you stink. So I'm going to watch Little Stink Stink while you go bathe. <laughs> you know? No, I love it. Those are great suggestions. But I'm that kind of person. You know, like, I'm that kind of mom. Like, I love you, but you really, you, you funky and you look like shit right now. So, Well, we all need to be that kind of mom, though. Hmm. We do. Mm-hmm. We do. Otherwise, ma- uh, you know, the the postpartum numbers are going to continue to increase. Yeah. I think. So, but that's just my personality. That's me. And that's not, you know, I'm not trying to be mean or anything like that. That's just like, I'm very. No, know, I think as the- it's, I think it's, it's a way to make sure that the mom's going to be okay as well as the, the little person mm-hmm. in, or persons um, inside. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay to care for friends, mm-hmm. as you should. So that's that. But yeah, yeah, there is a link to be predisposed. I don't know where I was going with that, but. Mm-hmm. No, I think that's another, you know, mm-hmm. they, there can be, an, I don't want to say extreme, but there is a next level Yeah. of that. Um, 
And then what about if you are a mom and you are, you might be the one mom who's like, yo, I'm listening to this. I'm like, this is me. Um, but you may be a mom and, and, and really will act on that. But you may be another mom who's like, I think this, you know, I think this is me, but I'm not too sure. Um, I, like, what do I do? Like, what? I would call a, a friend, a trusted friend. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that's a mom. Uh, or maybe not because we got some bomb aunties out there too. Or bomb aunties. Um, and ask ask for help. Ask for, hey, I heard this show. I'm feeling this kind of way. What do you see? What do you see? Um, I, I, legally, I will first say, you know, definitely go see a doctor and, you know, um, Ask for ask your aunties, um, mm-hmm. a friend that's a considered going to be considered an auntie, mm-hmm. or your aunties, um, a trusted friend, a trusted uh, elder mom, or a trusted mom. What are, ask for suggestions? Yeah, yeah. Or can you help? Can I? I think I need help. Mm-hmm. It's okay to say or ask for help, Do but you, don't just sit there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's. I think I think the best the first beauty of it is the fact that you recognize it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And and don't have the mentality of this too shall pass like Oh, please don't. Cuz yeah. it won't. It as I mentioned, it can be years. Mhm. And if you are um a, a mom who is like, you know what? I'm on my second kid. I have nothing to worry about. You want to buy don't pie pass this are called action mm-hmm. because it can be you out of nowhere. So if you're feeling like you're having these feelings, it's okay. Yeah. Yep. 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 You you are you can have them. Mm-hmm. Again, call a trusted friend. I think I'm having these feelings. Um, can I talk to you about them? And if you're receiving of that call, let them talk. Don't. Necessarily be preachy, but try to offer some yeah. advice or help. And also, the great thing of our social media is that we have Facebook groups. Oh my gosh, there's so, a Facebook group for everything, as we love to say. You know, if you want to remain anonymous in trying to express your feelings, you know, you you have Facebook groups, you have in, you know Instagram and so forth that you can talk. You know openly and honestly without, you know, someone noticing you or who you are or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that might be a helpful tool as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Because social media, like you said. There there, there are resources. Mm-hmm. Um, if they're not physical resources in your area, there are virtual resources yeah. available yeah. to you. So. And that's what I love. I mean, and that's what I love about social media now. It's mm-hmm. like it brings awareness to things that may have once been taboo, especially mm-hmm. in the black community. Mm-hmm. And you're going to get an overwhelming number of responses of people who have gone through the same thing, mm-hmm. who are supportive, who who are going to reach out in solidarity to you and make it okay. And so, help you. yeah, and help you. Because honestly, it is it it is okay. I'm I'm going to say this. It is okay to have postpartum depression. You know, it is. Yeah, it is okay. It is natural. Mm-hmm. It is natural because, as the quote said, you are going to lose your sense of self. Yes. Even if you are prepared, even if you're hearing this and you're pregnant, we're telling you, you're gonna you're gonna lose some type of sense of self. It happens to the best, best of, of us. us, and it's okay. Now let's mm-hmm. bring a little bit of self back. Yep. And it's not to the accepting of what everyone else wants of you. What do you want of yourself? Right. I think it's where I'd and so, want the mom to feel. Yeah. Some solutions to that will definitely be counseling. Mm-hmm. The solutions will definitely be medication. You know, it's going to be, it might be medication. Um if you want to partake in a, a more natural, holistic um, view to 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 alleviating those symptoms, definitely consult consult with a healthcare professional mm-hmm. who's focused on 
alternative healing and medica- and, and and medicine, excuse me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, definitely seek it seek it out. Seek it out if definitely just seek it out one way or another. Seek out that help. Would you say you, I don't know if you want to explore this topic. Would you say, mm-hmm. do you think you've had a bout of postpartum depression with your child? Um, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I may have told you offline like a long time ago. Yeah. Oh, no. I don't know. Um, I self-diagnosed for myself. Oh, uh-huh. And I think when I said, yeah, when I said it, you looked at me like, what are you talking about? How can you self-diagnose yourself? I think it was something like that you had mm-hmm, said. Mm-hmm. And I said, because I realized not knowing of this, the quote, Azure's uh, quote that she had sent over to us, um, I was losing myself. Mm-hmm. I was exhibiting certain symptoms. Mm-hmm. not going to say which one. Sure. Um, and I was like, that's not me. And that's when I said, I need to find other like-minded women. Mm-hmm. Or this is not going to be good. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I didn't have a podcast to tell me all that. But <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm so I am one raising my hand saying, yes, mm-hmm. I, I did. And I'm glad I did it. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I found, you know. The moms groups, okay, to reach out to, mm-hmm. um, and I prefer the in person type of mom sure. groups. So you do what's best for you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I th- I think it's great. I mean, I I don't know if there's a quote unquote all one size fits. There's not going to be a one size fits all type cure. Um, but yeah, I've I've had I had my bout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool, yeah. cool. You? Yes, yes, I did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With both kids. Okay. With my first, I didn't. I didn't know what I was experiencing. Okay. I didn't know what I, you know, and it was kind of like you know, as he grew up, and it was months later, and then you know, going back, and I'm like, oh my goodness, like, oh, that's what that. Was. That's what that was. Wow. Huh? Yeah. Huh? You know, and I'm a healthcare professional. It's okay, yeah. And I was going to the mom groups, um, you know, while I was pregnant, and so you know, I was I was in the throes of it. But it's like you mentioned previous; it's different when you start to experience it. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, okay, that's what I had. And then the second time around, I knew for sure. I was like, I know. <laughs> you know, I know because I, I was more self-aware mm-hmm. and to, you know, I I think, you know, and I'm kind of like you with the self-diagnosis. I think there was a predisposition to it, not pr- even prior to the first. It was, I think, social media labeling. Not yeah. I think social media, but online, you know, the throes I, of the internet. Yeah, yeah. I was um, gonna, labels. You're like, yeah. oh, self-diagnosis. Yeah. Not even self, but... As I talk about the predisposed link, mm-hmm. the fami- you know, the general, the the family history, okay, stuff like that. I think that that was yes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that okay. I was not that I didn't put the connection to. So second time around, I knew for sure. Well, I knew I experienced this with my first. I know I'm going to experience this with my second because I experienced it with my first, and I had and there is some you know predis bosed link to it. Gotcha. So I was very equipped to come to the doctor like, yo, I, I was nervous with the second one, although I knew for a fact, I knew for a fact but this was coming. that it was like, this is going to happen, you know? Um, I was nervous to tell the doctor, but I was like, yo, I, I've got to tell the doctor or who's going to save me? Like, who's going to yeah. save me? Like, I'm not going to pray it away. I'm not going to... And how was that, um, like, experience with the doctor after? Do you feel like after you left the doctor's office, you felt a little bit more relieved? Or did you feel like, I need a little bit more help? I felt relieved. Okay. Because at the time, my birth systems 
were very, you know, because I, I expressed it to my my doula at the time. And she's just like, okay, girl, I know, I know. And I need you to tell the doctor, too. And I was like, yes, mm. I need you to tell the doctor, too. <sighs> okay. And, you know, mm-hmm. um, and then when I finally told the doctor, he was like, yeah, all right. Yeah, this is, this is normal. Yeah. Hmm. It's normal for you to feel this way. Yeah. Like, and he's like, you're not a bad mom. Like, He's like, I've been doing this for, you know, decades. I was just like, you know, he's like, it's no, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let me write you the script and mm-hmm. see you in 30 days. Not even. He gave me a six-month refill. Oh, wow. Yes. Nice. Yes. He was, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. And, but that just goes to show it works. Mm-hmm. It works. Yeah, and he's not saying it like a, and he wasn't trying to over, you know, diagnose. He's like, in my experience, this is, yep, I'm giving you six months. I think, I th- really? I almost want to say, I think it was like eight months. I, th- I Yeah, because, I mean. It, you it, probably need it for a little bit longer after one I mean, they do and, it, they, yeah. you know, they do 90 days or whatever, and then they, they reevaluate. Mm-hmm. And it's so like, like, I I was. On it. I was on it. I was on it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I know I was on it until well after she turned one. Okay. Well, probably because as we've read, it can go up to their two years old. Yeah, well, two, after- well, technically, I say they're two years old. Right. But, you know, and then, so they're trying to make sure that you're good throughout that yeah. entire pregnancy time. What's nice is one, you, you, Took what you recognized in the first birth. Yes. Said, you know what? We're going to tackle this head on. Yes. Yes. You didn't ignore. Mm-hmm. So for those of you who might be feeling a certain, in your feelings, I'll say it that way, and you're in a second, third, fourth, whatever number birth you about to ex- enjoy an experience, again, you can still have symptoms. You can still tackle it. Mm-hmm. And you can tackle it early on. And then speaking as a mom, you know, I'm going through these things like I've been on this medication for so long. You know what? I'm just, I'm full disclosure. I'm just going to take myself off of it because I don't want to be on this medication like for all the rest of my days, you know? And Mm. that was the worst decision I made. The worst. Worst because, one, you're not supposed to, any kind of, you know, neuro, you know, Mm -hmm. thing. You're not supposed to do cold turkey because that leaves other, you know, physical. um, Yeah. (laughs) Side effects. Yeah. Yeah. And so after even that subsided, you know, I was just like, I'm going to try this out myself. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this or whatever because I don't want to be on any scripts, you know. And that was the worst decision I made. And so I went back and I was just like, yeah, I'm still having that. I'm still having these issues. And now I'm talking with my primary care, Mm -hmm. you know. And he was just like, well, why did you? Why'd you do that? And I was just like, well, you know, healthcare workers are the worst patients for one. You know, that's just because y'all really think y'all know everything. And I was just like, well, you know, and so he's like, yeah, don't, yeah. Mm -hmm. So here's the script. (laughs) It was like, (laughs) and carry on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was just like, okay. And yeah, I'm, yeah. Mm -hmm. And so they were just like, yeah, don't. Stick to the plan. Stick to the pl- stick to the plan. Stick to the plan. And here we are, you know. Recognize that there needs to be a plan. Get a plan and stick to the plan. Yeah, here we are two years later still. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So recognize and it's okay, you know, to be medicated. It's okay. As long as you're not doing anything... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Illegal or illegal? Yeah, 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 yeah. But talk, 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 talk about it. No, I agree. Yeah, 
So I hope this um, is a good um, testimonial, <laughs> I guess, if you will, from the both of Girl, us. Girl, it's a fantastic testimonial. Yeah, from the both of us. And so it's two two different perspectives. Yes. Uh, or two different si- testimonial situations, I'll put it that way. Mm-hmm. 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 For let, to let moms know, like, it's You're okay. not alone. You're not alone, alone, and it is okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Recognize the plan. Get a plan. Stick to the plan. Yes. We have wonderful now, you know, the, the rise of the birth worker, especially, you know, as African-Americans, there's a rise of, of beautiful birth workers who are out there to help us reduce this maternal mortality rate among us in the world, mm-hmm. in America. We've done an episode on that if you didn't know. Yep, yep, go back to season one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think that was also still in season one where we did one on postpartum doulas. We, yes, we did. So, so we we definitely have mm-hmm. a wonderful rise of that. And so I would urge y'all to reach out, reach out to the birth workers, to the black birth workers, because they 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 do have the resources and the support mm-hmm. to provide to you. Mm-hmm. And they honestly do look out for your well-being. Mm-hmm. And if you are one, let us know who you are. Let, you know, yes. Tell us what you what your thoughts are. We want to hear from y'all. Um, or maybe you're studying midwifery. Am mm-hmm. I saying that right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, let it. You know, talk to us. Let us know what stats, what things, what are we missing. Help us continue the conversation because, yes. I mean, we know we know a few of y'all, but there's a whole there's lot a- more. It's like y- y'all. I'm. I- Y'all sometimes make me want to have another one. It is a y'all movement just are, across across the nation. But if we don't know who y'all are, we can't refer you either. Not that we're here in the referral business per right. se, but we we want to know who you are in case someone does ask us. Yeah, we we want to be able to help you help others. So help, yeah, tag yourself in our Instagram. Yeah, uh, when we post this yes topic so that way you know our outreach is far and wide mm-hmm. so you you might be a blessing to somebody in the state that you are in mm-hmm. definitely so yeah when you when we uh, publish this and we're continuing the conversation don't just post your you know your um IG, Instagram, Facebook, business, mm-hmm. but tell us what st- city and state, mm-hmm. um, because sometimes that's not readily known when we dive in there. We got to find it. Yeah. It's a whole other business conversation. But um, let us know that so that way we can help refer back because we will get these questions asked oh, yeah. of us. Oh, so yeah. So we want to help you um, The black do birth that. experience? Oh, yes. We I mean, we know there's directories, but some of y'all are not in those directories. Okay, mm-hmm. so um, help us help you. For sure. And so, and with that said, check out additional resources and links in our show notes where you can find out more information about our topic. We ask that you rate and review this and other episodes or send us an email at mahoganymomology at gmail.com. Then continue the conversation via our Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter pages. Until next time, I'm Tosh. And I'm Mel. And we thank you for listening to Mahogany Mammology. Bye-bye.